you are now about to experience the Revive Effect. My name is Matt Celestio, entrepreneur and holistic health specialist. And if you're ready to start your health journey but don't know where to begin, you are in the right place. At Revive, we create better ways of living for our generation by changing the conversation around health. Each episode shows you exactly how to build health into your life and you'll unlock tactics to improve your sleep, nutrition, anxiety, self-talk, and mind. Break free from quick fix culture. It's time you learn to love your body and ignite the fire that makes you feel like the real you again. Welcome to The Revive Effect. Welcome back, you beautiful people. Matt Celestio here in the house for another episode of The Revive Effect podcast. And today we are going to ask a question that truly moves the needle in terms of our goals, our New Year's resolutions, and everything in between. I want to ask you, if there was a way to set goals that made failure impossible, would you want the answer to that? Would you want the framework? Would you want that ideology? Now, I find more often than not, when we make goals, our goals are very concrete. And especially around this time in January, we all got these New Year's resolutions, which I think is so great. You're taking that leaps and bounds. But so often we say things like, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to read 30 books. I want to meditate five times per week. So now if we set these goals and we have this endpoint in which we want to see, Why do we find ourselves around March beating ourselves up because we haven't lived up to our goals? Or how do we go off track already? You know, it's March, we've already fallen off. What's going on? Are you the problem? Is it your boss's problem? Or is it the type of goal that you are setting that's the real problem? Now, growing up in school, we're always taught about these SMART goals, right? S-M-A-R-T goals, SMART goals. Now, for those of you who don't know, SMART goals are, it's an acronym for goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Now, you may have set some SMART goals this year already. You know, we're always told, make sure your goals are very specific so you know how your progress is coming along. Make sure you're tracking and measuring every bit of progress. And make sure your goal has a deadline for you to achieve it. Make it time-bound. Now, if all these blogs and self-help influencers are claiming these specific SMART goals are the key to lifelong success, why do 64% of people not even make it past January with their New Year's resolutions? All right, almost one out of four quit within the first week of setting their New Year's resolution. And get this, only 9% of people successfully keep their New Year's resolutions. So I ask you the question, Why aren't we able to stay on track with our well-intentioned goals? All right, so if you've set some goals this year in January with the intent of stepping in to become the better person in which you wish to become, I want you to pay close attention to this episode today. I want to give you the exact way that you are able to set goals in a way that makes failure impossible to experience. No more smart goals and no more super detailed planners, just this one simple tactic that our students and clients and I use here at Revive within each of our programs. And I'm going to give away this secret today absolutely free because I want you to succeed. Now, before we jump into it, am I saying that you're a bad person because you don't set goals the quote unquote right way? I am saying there is a better way to do it so that you're able to take massive action consistently confidently, and most importantly, without falling off. That's what I'm saying. 
And without these pieces of insight that we are going to go over today, you may find yourself slipping back into your self-sabotaging behaviors, that negative mindset, and those unhealthy habits that drag you down within a matter of weeks. So if you're ready to make the massive change in your life that you know you're capable of achieving, let's get going. There's a philosophy in which I think a lot about as it relates to our problem around staying consistent with our goals. And that philosophy goes as follows. You can't fix a new age problem with old energy. I'm going to repeat that. You can't fix a new age problem with old energy. Now, in plain English, essentially, that means that we tend to cling to our past ways of thinking and operating to solve problems in our lives that require a new way of thinking, a fresh perspective, in essence, new energy. Imagine when you were a child, you were told that the only way to get nail into into wood was to use a spatula. Okay, just just think about it. Hear me out for a second. You had to use a spatula to get a nail into a piece of wood. Right? That would be pretty tough to do. After all, spatulas are not really that strong. But after some thinking goes on as you get older, you knew you needed something stronger. You brainstormed and you tried using a small rock to get that nail into the wood. The task is still difficult though. The rock is hard to grip, it hurts your hands, and it's not very accurate. But then one day, you discover what a hammer is and you try it out for the first time. And with ease, the nail goes into the wood with a few easy, accurate, and comfortable whacks to that nail. Now, in this case, your ongoing problem is the difficulty you experienced trying to get this nail into the wood with a spatula. It was only when you abandoned the old, ineffective way of thinking and adopted the new age solution of a rock, then to a hammer, that you made the job easier and more effective. And I'll say it again here. You can't fix a new age problem with old energy. Now, Matt, how does this relate to goals? I'm glad you're asking the big questions. Every year, the biggest problem that we face is an inability to stick with our well-intentioned goals. And each year, we try more detailed planners, more specific goals, more lists and strategies, thinking that these things are going to solve our ongoing problem. But back to our stats right in the intro, only 64% of people, or sorry, 64% of people don't even make it past January. One in four quit within the first week of setting their New Year's resolution and only 9% successfully keep their New Year's resolutions. Are we not trying to solve a new age problem with outdated goal-setting strategies and tactics? If all these strategies held the key to success, then why isn't everyone successful? What truly separates those who are wildly consistent, driven, and successful from those who fall off track within weeks? Now, I'm going to give you the answer, and it's, it's the fact that the most successful people embody exactly what our most successful students in our Live Better program embody. And that one thing is what we call a way of life. Now, to understand this answer, I want you to think about two groups of people that stay wildly consistent in their unshakable beliefs, religious people and vegans. Okay, how are these two groups of people able to maintain their level of discipline, actions, and an unshakable connection to what they love so strongly across a lifetime? These two groups have one thing in common, okay? And here it is. They follow a philosophy, in essence, a way of life. And I believe this is why they're able to stay stay so deeply and confidently rooted in their daily behaviors, decisions, and personal mission effortlessly. 
Vegans don't set SMART goals to eat 6 cups of beans per week or save every animal in 10 months. Religious people don't set SMART goals to pray 6 times a day or go to the temple 200 times in a year. They simply live their life in alignment with who they want to become, with the things they value. Now, when you set SMART goals, you become tunnel visioned. In essence, you're focusing on the outcome and you're not focusing on the process and the person that you need to embody and utilize on your journey to get to that end goal. And this is where we we become mindless in our behaviors and we start or we stop asking, you know, can I do this instead of how do I do this? We don't think about that when we're just looking at the end point, okay? And to just further hammer that home, a SMART goal, when one of the things is time-bound, uh, a time-bound part of the acronym, it makes you think that you are off track if you haven't gone through the progress that you should have had on your strategy or on your roadmap. If you're supposed to lose 20 pounds in a year and March hits and you haven't lost a single pound, you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have so much more weight to lose before I continue on this journey and I'm not, and I'm already halfway through almost. So what happens here when we create a personal way of life? You take actions in alignment with the person you want to become and this is so much better for you in terms of your motivation, your discipline and consistency and I'm going to tell you why. So often there's two terms in this concept of goal setting. And it's talking about process or outcome-driven goals. Now, I'll give you an example in terms of children in a classroom. And I want you to see how this compares to a process versus outcome-driven goal. So when kids, when we, you know what, we were in school too. So when we were kids in a class, we've been conditioned to think in an incorrect way. We are told to do something for outcome. We are told to find the answer to the math problem. We are told to draw a rubber duck. We are told to find an answer that only has one answer. So the problem with this then sets in. We stop or we start asking the question, can I find, can I find that answer? Can I draw that duck? Can I really do this? Instead of like we said, how can I do this? So let's look at the example of drawing for a second. If you're a kid and you tell the kid, draw a rubber duck, the question they're going to ask is, you know, can I even draw a rubber duck? Do I know what a duck looks like? Do I have the skills, talents, and abilities to do so in a way that's accurate? But instead, if you were to say, you know what, just draw creatively, let the process flow to you and enjoy it. And from that, the creativity of that child will be heightened. They will take more enjoyment in it and they have more freedom to act in alignment with someone who draws. You're not telling them that they are good or bad dependent on if they draw the rubber duck. You are telling them to just simply enjoy the process and build your skills and talents along the way. So again, I'm going to back right up to what we said initially. You can't fix a new age problem with old energy. And now when we're talking about setting a way of life, a philosophy, this is essentially process versus outcome-driven goals. A philosophy is focused on the processes and the daily behaviors that you need to get to where you want to be. It's not focused on the end goal. If you really want to, let's let's just use the concept of eat healthier. You know, I want to have 10 fruits and veggies a day. If that's excessive, okay, let's 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 bring it down a notch. Let's say you wanted four vegetables a day. 
and dinner time rolls around, you haven't eaten one vegetable yet. How are you going to feel? Are you going to have that uh, notion of self-talk that always comes back in that negative way? You're thinking all the stuff that you haven't done yet, rather than, you know, if I live in alignment, I just want to eat more vegetables this year. I want to feel healthy. I want to nourish my body. You will now seek out behaviors and actions throughout your day without that notion of that end point that is going to drag you down. You're going to say, you know what? I want to nourish my body. Did I drink enough water today at work? Let me grab some water. Or my coworkers want to go out for fast food. You know what? That's not in alignment with my way of life. I want to actually bring a home-cooked meal that's full of whole, dense foods that is going to nourish my body. So that way, when dinner time rolls around, you're not only able to make a new decision based on the life you want to live, but you now have all of those processes and behaviors that you have nailed in and repeated throughout the day to make you feel more motivated, consistent, and disciplined to continue moving on. Now, this is why in our programs, we always have our bonus goal-setting phase. We include this phase at no extra cost to you because we actually want you to build the habits and behaviors that will keep you consistent for a lifetime. At the end of our programs, I don't want you to be reliant on me to keep you coming back to buy more services because you stop seeing results the second the program is up. Like, that's the exact way most people in the health industry do it right now. They want you to be reliant on their programs. But we help our clients set their intention, a way of life, before we dive into the holistic health components of our program so that as they move through it, they really hammer home the habits, behaviors, skills, and knowledge that they need to take the health that they learn into their own hands once they complete the program. We don't ask them, how many pounds do you want to lose? How many habits do you want to build? How many times do you want to meditate a week? We don't ask them that kind of stuff. We ask them to set their revive way of life. It's a new age way of looking at goal setting. And this consists of three components in which I'm going to give you right now that our very clients and students use each time in the program. So the first step consists of your values. So often when we are after a goal or something that we desire, we never stop in to check if it's in alignment with the person we wish to become. If you want to start working out this year, but you hate the gym, you hate the gym, you value movement, you don't necessarily value the gym. So by understanding what your values are, you really have this mindful awareness of where you need to focus your energy. So that's why so many people fall off the gym in New Year's. So many people just go to the gym because they feel our culture tells them they have to go to the gym. They have to. Rather than what do you value? Do you value movement? Do you value fun? If you value movement, there's many ways to move your body. If you value fun, there is so many other ways of exercise that you can cater towards you that you actually enjoy. Maybe that's volleyball. Maybe that's walking with friends. And you can see how once you clarify at least even one value, how your thought process change of what can you do to, you know, how can you do it, right? And that opens up such a world and breadth of new avenues for you to go live in alignment with the person that you want to become. Okay, so that's step one. That's your values. Now, once you clarify your value, what we then do with our students is now we take them into identifying the aligned feelings that they wish to feel every day. It's hard for us to dictate what you need to do every day because that, again, is focused on outcome-driven goals, not process-driven goals. So once you understand how you want to feel 
Do you want to feel energized? Do you want to feel healthy? Do you want to feel confident? Once you find those feelings in which you wish to embody, it's very easy for you to now ask the question, how can I feel these things every day? And once you see that you're able to take actions that are in alignment with feeling energized, that is very related to, you know, your value of health or your value of movement because movement will make you feel energized. Movement will make you feel healthy. So once you align the feelings you wish to experience and you align them with your values, you now essentially have this overarching philosophy that makes it easy for you to make decisions throughout the day that are beneficial to who you wish to become. Does that make sense? It's a very simple process, yet it really moves the needle on your goals, your consistency, your motivation, and your drive. And this is something I personally live my life by too. So I would never tell my clients and you to do something that I would never do for myself. So we've gone over the first two components, which are number one, your values. The number two is your aligned feelings in which you wish to experience throughout the day. And now the third component is the most important one that so many people neglect and I believe is the biggest reason that we all fall off track of our goals. The third reason is the why, okay? It's the true why for which we wish we want them. So often when we go after goals, we do so without stopping to question why we are going after them in the first place. We so often get pushed into habits and desires and goals based on the identity that we adopt, especially in relation to others around us. For example, as an entrepreneur, sometimes we adopt the habits of we think we need to go to the gym at 5 a.m. We think we need to read all these business books. We think we need to be networking. And these are habits and goals that we just subconsciously adopt. Now, if you're somebody... Let's say you're around friends who like to party. Let's just say that. They like to go out. They go out for drinks. They go out to bars. They go out to clubs. So now you're adopting the identity of somebody who likes to just go out and have a good time. And when we do that, we're adopting the behaviors and habits that we don't truly maybe want, but because they're around us, we just do so subconsciously. So that's why I ask you right now, Are you just setting New Year's resolutions and goals based on what you're seeing around you? Are you setting a New Year's resolution to go to the gym because your Instagram feed is littered with Instagram fitness models? Is your New Year's resolution to start running every single day because the person that, you know, in your friend group or the person on your social feed is doing that as well? I want you to really think and understand why you are doing the things you are doing and chasing after because that will quickly show you if it's in alignment with the person you wish to become, if it's in alignment with your philosophy. And that's one of the biggest reasons we fall off our goals is because when we are not aligned with our true selves, we are essentially doing goals and going after goals because it's for someone else. We lose our ability to think for ourselves what we truly want not what everyone else is doing. Now, I'm going to give you the best piece of advice I can give you, and I'm someone who specializes in holistic health. If you don't like to go to the gym, don't go to the gym. If you don't like eating salads for lunch, don't eat salads for lunch. Do things that you enjoy and that live up to yourself and the person that you wish to become. We don't even encourage people to hit the gym to get in shape in our programs. 
that's how much I really emphasize this philosophy, this way of life. Because at the end of the day, your body wants movement. It doesn't necessarily need the gym. So don't feel you have to go to the gym because that's what everyone is preaching. If you like to hike, great. Let's incorporate that into the program for you. You know what? I just like to walk with my friends at the mall. Great. Let's incorporate that into the program with you. Such simple changes and a deep rootedness in who we truly are and why we truly want the things we want really lets you see what actions and habits you need to take and build each day because that is the person that you truly are. Now, I'm not saying if you if you want to get in shape, we're not going to let you go to the gym. In our programs, we want to get you to enjoy the brain opening, body transformational benefits of weights and working out. So we also guide you step by step through the whole process so that you really do feel confident in the gym. And again, that you're doing it properly. Again, that's just an aside. But in essence, I see this all the time. Don't mistake your goals for someone else's goals. That's why I really ask you to clarify your true why behind your goals. So the three-step process that we just went over really quickly is number one, your values. Number two is how you want to feel each day. And number three is your true why. And I'll leave you with this at the end of our episode today. It's time to abandon the old way of thinking and adopt new age solutions for new age problem. Okay, ditch the rigid and specific calendars, planos, or planners, and all these lists this year and adopt what we encourage here at Revive in our programs. Embody your personal philosophy, your personal way of life. It's the way I live my life and encourage our clients here at Revive every single day. James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, states in his book, okay, listen to this. Every Olympian wants to win the gold medal. Every candidate wants to get the job. And if successful and unsuccessful people share the same goals, then the goal cannot be what differentiates the winners from the losers. Okay, look at your process versus outcome-driven goals and embody your way of life. Now, if you're looking to start your health journey the right way this year with simple solutions that you can build into your life, I invite you to take a look at the link in the show notes wherever you're listening to this too and join others in our Revive Live Better program. The program is about six simple lifestyle changes to help you get back to feeling like you again. The program is designed to help you solidify an unbreakable foundation of positive habits that really allow you to take action with consistency, confidence, and real enjoyment. It helps you step into the person you know you're capable of becoming. Now, week one, we talk about everything from negative self-talk, mind work, and goal setting exactly how we spoke about today. Week number two covers how to avoid negative influence and toxic environments, something we all have been through. Week number three, we look at three super simple nutrition tweaks to improve digestion, lose weight, and elevate your health. Again, you don't count a single calorie or track any macro. These are very simple tweaks. Week number four, we talk about movement to find more energy, get moving, and feel alive again. Again, not necessarily the gym, but we incorporate the movement that you enjoy into the program. In week number five, we look at finding inner peace, how to zen out and master your anxiety, something I know so many women struggle with. Week number six, we look at supercharging your sleep quality and how to wake up feeling refreshed every time. It's an entirely online, self-paced, private program, or you can work with me directly. 
where animated videos with me will guide you through the whole journey step by step. And it includes done for you workbooks that really help you solidify the learnings and tactics that you watch in each video. Now, again, I know you're busy. Videos are only 15 minutes maximum and workbooks take maximum again, 15 minutes. So it only requires about 30 minutes per week to really help you step into the person you know you really want to become. Now, we've made it as easy as possible for you to get started, follow through and succeed. All you really have to do is show up and do the work. Now, I want to read you a testimonial from one of our students that just wrapped up the program just to show you the power that this really had. So Amanda, this is Amanda's review. She said, I started off this program really unsure about how to fix my self-talk and surrounding environments in a positive way without being self-destructive. I feel like this program gave me tons of healthy tools to navigate my self-talk, environments, and anxiety in a way that is actually beneficial to my health. My life after this program and its useful advice has helped me shift towards a healthier mindset and alleviating my anxiety, which will continue to be something that I will be improving. Five stars. Thank you so much, Amanda, not only for your review, but your dedication and hard work in the program. And I'm so happy you found some great success. Now, if you are ready to take the leap, you're ready to start the journey and you want some more guidance, click the link in the show notes to take you to our enrollment page. Over there, you'll see everything that's included in the program, how it works, how it's laid out, and you can book your call with me, Matt Celestio, and we can see if you want to work together, where we can cater the program to you, or if you want to just take the course and learn it on your own and put the practices in by yourself. Either way works for me, whatever is best for you. So that is everything for today's episode to make sure that you set goals that make failure impossible. Now, I ask you to share this episode with someone that you know is lacking motivation. Maybe they're lacking a little bit of drive or some self-confidence and they need a pick-me-up. This episode was designed to help them get back into their bodies, get aligned, and really put their best foot forward this year. So if you're thinking of your friend, your mom, your brother, your coworker that really needs to hear this message, I ask that you send this to them because, again, this really helps us make the most impact as we're sharing this insights and this advice with everybody that we truly can. So... My name is Matt Celestio. Thank you again for tuning in to the Revive Effect podcast. We will see you in a couple weeks here back on the show.